0: Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking
1: drink.
2: Welcome to Drinking Bros. Uh, Is this which one we're on, kids? I got myself a white claw. We all do. We all do. We're going White Claws across the board here.
0: We got some special guests in studio in Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh Brian Andrews. Hey. Jeffrey Wilson. What's going on? You go by Jeffrey? Jeff. Uh, we'll call you Jeffrey He doesn't Jeffrey go Epstein. Come on. He doesn't yeah. go Epstein. We go Epstein in here, brother. <laughs> uh, we, we do it um, every Jeffrey, uh, be it a giraffe, a uh, pedophile. We, go, we call them Jeffrey. We don't call them Jeff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
3: it feels like you're cheating the other way.
0: Yeah. You know Epstein didn't kill himself, right? Yeah. Okay. We I mean, all know
2: that. Everybody I'm, I'm on social media. The so. entire okay. American public knows that. Well, just checking. The people that killed him knows <laughs> that. Just checking. You well, of course they know. know. They killed him. These guys, these guys write a lot of words. A lot yeah, of words. Yeah, there's not pictures in there, There's no there's pictures. There. pictures. And no you also pictures. can't you also
4: can't eat it, so I don't know if you would really be interested in that. Okay. No. Well, uh, ladies that and gentlemen,
2: we, we
0: have the authors of the Tier 1 Thriller series here. You got five books? Fuck you, dude. When did you guys start writing these?
5: 2016.
0: So, sounds right. Yeah, sure. five and, and since 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all you're doing?
5: No, we got a. We have another series that we started too, so we did two in that, and then. Um, pop, pop that up a little closer there, to seven-year-old seven. Yeah. Seven. gullet.
4: Yeah. So you've go. done seven books in four in th- years. In three years. Well depending um, on when they started in 16 a little, little yeah. more
3: than that we got another one that we're shopping and we just signed a deal for a third series so uh we finished the first book and that one comes out next year sons of war jesus yes, christ how that are you able a to pump things out that? because there's like two guys like
0: yeah but still
1: you're going hey, back and two forth two guys yeah no I, I, let's try it i know it's <laughs> let's try yeah. it you want to try two guys yeah let's try two guys we'll see how much we can get done all right yeah we're gonna get a
0: lot of shit done um, with two dudes, you, writing t- you guys out, are
4: talking about gay sex. Yeah, we're
0: right? talking yeah. about gay sex, not got writing it. books. Am I? Uh,
2: oh, but with writing
0: books, oh. it's too late two now. Guys, you've got to edit back and forth, and that's what seems crazy to me. Of no matter what you're changing, even though you have two people, you still have to to edit and then go back and change the other guy's edits and say, "I don't like what you've written."
4: Yeah, now. you're a piece of shit. Get out. Do you, are you guys like uh, the brothers from uh, uh, Oasis? You mean like Ocean's Eleven? No. no Oasis, Oasis the band. Oh, God, oh I don't the know. The Gallagher brothers they fucking hate each other. Do you guys fight? No, no. No punches have been thrown in this whole relationship. Well, it helps that
3: we live in different cities. Oh so, yeah, you know, yeah,
4: yeah. Are you guys fans
3: of Oasis? I'm not familiar with Oasis. No. The the band? Oh, the band. I thought you were talking about a
4: movie. No, no. The band Oasis. Liam and, and Noel, Noel Gallagher. So he's talking about. They nah. fight a lot. They, they hate, hate each, oh, each they other. they hate yeah. each other. They're like, they hate each other more than anybody's ever hated anyone before. So but they're, but they're ha- their yeah.
5: hatred fuels their creativity. But
4: there's too much money involved now, right? So. Well, no, they, they, they are, haven't they been, been together for 10 years,
3: I
0: guess. Yeah, they broke yeah. up, yeah. They made so much money. That they were like fuck you i am going to break up because i can i don't have to work with you ever again oh that's the dream yeah so yeah. what, what no, i'm hearing
4: I, is you guys hate now each other. i understand yeah uh, <laughs> and you just want this all to be over life included so let's get let's get to it yeah shall we let's let's get the guns out brother one bullet a piece
0: jamie load them up what was the first book you guys wrote together? <laughs> tier one it's the first book in this series yeah. it was Oh, so it is called... Because ti- like, it's called Red Spectre. Yeah, yeah, there's
3: five books in the series. The series is called Tier 1. The first book in the series was also called
0: Tier 1. Okay, so Tier 1... Uh, so it's kind of like a musician naming their, their first album after their name.
2: It's, it's exactly like, like that. Yeah, self This right. is Kesha. Did anybody do that? Everyone does.
4: Pearl Jam? No, they don't. Not the first album necessarily, but one of their albums yeah, everybody is always, always self titled it. album. It's yeah. called Kesha? Yeah, and then what you guys do? You shop it?
5: Yeah, we have a literary agent. She shopped it. And,
1: uh, we where at? Who, who is it?
3: Our agent, right. mm-hmm. Gina Panataria, Talcott Notch. Okay, yeah. um, best so, agent in the world, by the way. If it's we're gonna great. It. It's yeah. rare to say, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know most of our friends hate their agent. Book she's agents awesome. are pretty, book test. agents are
4: particularly bad. I, I hate for some reason. I don't know why.
5: She's like our. She's like family. I mean, yeah. and she's a bulldog too. So she's she's out there. The shit if, you can, whatever,
4: if you find an agent that can like get your shit done and also get the fucking company to market for you after the book is out, that's the wow. That, that's the magic. how's like, yeah. Gina. Like, she's like, she
3: never. That's, we, that's why we call her the bulldog. She never stops. Like we we're five books in, and she's still like, how can we make the next deal better? How can we make the next yeah. deal better? What are we gonna do? She'll take Good. a call from Maybe me you six should six hire in the her morning. Like yeah, where is she out road. of? She's up in New York. She's actually her office, I guess, is in Connecticut. But yeah, oh, okay,
0: yeah. great.
4: Yeah, 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 I'd love to. To uh, hate, Ross's agent, mine. you're uh, you're I fucking fired, brother. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I hate all of mine. Um, so, how did you guys meet? Yeah, what, we and met. And tell me, a, tell we, me your backgrounds too. You guys are you guys both military?
5: Yeah, we're both Navy veterans. I'm a submarine officer. Mm-hmm. I served on Fast Attack uh, submarine in the Pacific. Jeff was uh, what uh, one? Jeff, tell his story. Uh, Louisville. Okay. Talk to the microphone, my, please. My entire microphone. father and extended family are Parchy. Oh, really? Yes. Well, they I, did some really cool – they did some <laughs> really, really cool shit on the Parchee.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah? So, so yeah. yeah, my dad pretty much rode the Parchee. So he was on the original Seawolf, left the Sea Wolf, and all, a lot of them went over to the Parchee, and then we all moved from uh, – uh, we were in, in Novato, California, because mm-hmm. uh, Mare Island used to have the fast attacks there, and then closed it down, and we all moved to
5: Banger. Yeah, yeah. And Parchee, uh, she's retired now, and yep. Jimmy Carter's doing – doing her business, but um, no one knows about that side of things. Jimmy Carter's the name of the ship, and her
4: is the gender pronoun used to refer to ships. Because when you say
0: Jimmy Carter's doing her business, separately, yeah. <laughs> it's a real come-to-Caitlin story. <laughs> it really is. Uh, It's like, hey, man, that's, you know, he's got a broken hip. Is he still trying to get it in? Um, <laughs> he's always falling down now, Jimmy yeah. Carter. It's because his of the, dick's so big. I well, think. That's maybe I he keeps tripping over it. You yeah. know? No, it's not it. That, he just he's, keeps a, a bag full of peanuts in his pocket.
4: I hate Jimmy Carter. Yeah, a lot of people do. He's a nice guy, but a terrible president. And you were in the Navy as well?
3: Yeah, I was in Navy also. I did a couple different things in the Navy eventually. I was a surgeon, so I was a combat surgeon with the Marines and then with special warfare for four or five years. Oh, dope. Uh, how, yeah. do you, do, did you do actual surgery on the ship? No, I never did anything on a ship. So I was uh, I deployed to Iraq with the Marines the first time, and then I was with an
4: East Coast-based so you're like team. So you were like in an aid station? Somewhere?
3: Uh, no, I was with a frist team, so we oh, okay, were up at cool, the yeah, edge of the yeah. battlefield.
4: Yeah, blowing up tents. That shit. fucking sucks, dude.
3: Yeah, it did kind of suck. A bit. <laughs> but, it is but it's, it is, it's right? better than being in an aid station. Absolutely, a, yeah. Yeah, that's true. At least there's no
4: fucking chuds walking hours. in and out of your out of your building all the time trying to tell you what to do. Like, yeah, you would rather go stuff. I'm the doctor, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Right. Like, who hey, are you doctoring, right? Cut, cut the grass outside when you're done.
2: Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Recircumcise Jeez. my boy. I don't think, I don't think they got I need all, a all the skin.
4: I need a recirc, dude. Nowhere on earth does someone who has no idea what you're doing have the audacity to walk in and tell you how to do what you're doing than the military. I don't know what that comes from. I have no idea. But, but it's, it's, it's everywhere in the military. God damn, not to It's community. the fucking right. worst. Yeah. Uh,
0: anything. Anything in this life. You go into fucking Olive Garden on college. I'm sure somebody's getting
4: yelled at right now. You know? Make those breadsticks better. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Hey, you put way too much garlic on them. They're frozen. They come like that. I
4: take them out of plastic and put them in an oven, dude. What else do you want me to do? Yeah, Don't give so much marinara out. Um, (laughs) So
0: when you guys write this first book and you sit down together, did you have the same idea or did you bounce it off one another? Well, when we originally decided to do it, we decide
3: we didn't originally decide to do it. So he thought I had this that like we had all both writing, both writing our own novels, met at thriller fest. He had an idea. Hey, you were in the seal community and I subs would we'll do like novels together. Mm. And I was like, ah, screw that. I thriller, can't. thriller
4: fest. He yeah. Said.
3: It's a huge conference in New York every year. International thriller writer society. Oh, cool. the, Yeah. Um, so he had the idea to write it together. I didn't, I'd done enough books. I didn't, I'd only done a couple, but that was enough to know. I didn't think I wanted to do it with somebody else. So, um, but Eventually we brainstormed this idea under the guise that I was gonna help him do it And then I fell in love with the story and we tried it together and it was, the idea was he finally pitched this idea All right, look dude. I know you don't want to do it Let's write five chapters mm-hmm. and if it's working great And if not then you can keep the book and I was yeah, like yeah. cool I just stole a book from Brian Andrews and he's kind there of a go. big deal So <laughs> uh, and we wrote the book in three and a half months. And, Holy shit. Yeah, just done 450 pages three and a half months and, fully edited no, rough no. draft, and okay. then and but Still. then we edit in like six weeks because we've got this team approach and great editors that work with us. So yeah. that's great. Yeah. How many
0: editors work with you guys?
3: Uh, we have a developmental editor named Caitlin Alexander who's phenomenal, and then we have two copy editors and a line editor. But that's all provided by the publisher, you know. But their people are great. That's fantastic because usually you don't get
0: along with them.
4: I've yeah, I've, I've had bad I've, experiences. Here. Yeah. Well, you write your books are so fucked up; they're always trying to pull shit out of them. Correct.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't see that. Yeah,
4: happening this them. is like they; those people have probably have no idea what they're reading when they're because you guys are talking like some super tactical shit. In yeah, here. they have to
3: just assume it's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of that. The probably.
4: other part I, about that I wanted to ask you about is: is this uh, like a single universe? Is like a character like Jack Ryan or Mitch Rapp or something like that, or is it like a team? Or what is it? It's both. So
3: it's a, the main character. You know, we have our Mitch Rapp. Mm-hmm. Our Mitch Rapp is John Dempsey. He's the guy whose entire Tier 1 SEAL team gets wiped out in an ambush. He's presumed dead. And so they give him an opportunity to take a new identity, join a super secret task force, and hunt down the assholes that did it, right?
4: So okay. that's the premise. So of it's the kind little, of like Ghost Recon style? <laughs> kind of that almost, stuff. And then so
3: he's like he ha- builds his own team, and then we have characters sort of come and go. But we've got a core of good characters that stick through all five books.
5: Yeah, one thing we do that's a little different is, our series is back-to-back trilogies. So the first three books are our Persian trilogy. So they're going mm. up against VVAC and Iranian intelligence. Yeah, yeah. And, mm. You know, Iran does all kinds of false flags and yeah. and bullshit, right? So um, our task force is matched at different levels. So you've got guys up at the highest level, you know, politicians, president level. Then you got middle level, you know, guys p- implementing all the strategy, and then you got the guys in the field. So you're seeing... The story being told from you know white house level you know nctc level mm-hmm. and then at the field <laughs> and you got bad guys too like because in real life bad guys just don't fucking die because you want them to die at yeah. The end of your
4: yeah right? <laughs> no, they so, hide for fucking 18 years in the goddamn right. middle of nowhere and then you randomly find them exactly <laughs> right. that's ridiculous like putin
5: he, he's not going away just because people don't like him no right? so
4: no he's not getting any taller either though so that's no good. He's not <laughs> Was he five?
5: That's something we took to the series. We said, you know what? Real life is you're going up against these guys, and they just don't die at the end of each book. So certainly from a storytelling standpoint, from drama, you know, people do have to die. But we have this longitudinal aspect where you really get to know the bad guys, Mm -hmm. just like you're getting to know the good guys. So it's more satisfying when the good guys win. And Mm -hmm. also you do see a little bit of the world through these bad guys' eyes.
4: Yeah, yeah. Right. well, I, mean, I think that's interesting because uh, if you ask people what their favorite Star Wars movie is, at least with the first trilogy, a lot of people say Empire because yeah. there's, a, there's a tragedy to it, right? Like it actually invokes feelings. It's not just some fucking happy-go-lucky bullshit. Yeah. And I think that's interesting. I like writing like that. Like his books end horribly. Yes. But also good <laughs> at the same time. You just got to read them. I mean, I think the new book opens up with like a sex scene with someone. A uh, graphic sex scene with Harriet Tubman. Yeah, that's I'm, right. I'm uh, big in history. <laughs> So I want to make sure that I get it right. I think you could call this <laughs> historical fiction. If you yeah, put your tongue as far in your cheek as possible, I think you could call this historical yeah. fiction. Or if you just cut off the whole goddamn thing. Yeah, maybe. Cut off the whole goddamn
0: tongue. Um, I'm curious. So who who was your first publisher for, for this? And how successful was it on, on the first one?
3: So this series was with Thomas and Mercer. And okay. uh, yeah, the first book did great. We're, we're really lucky. These, all these books have done really well <laughs> I mean, in this there's
2: series, a, yeah. There's a big eclectic market for these. I mean, because, you know, Tom, the, Tom Clancy started this pretty much. Yeah.
3: Well, what's cool is that now God, that was forever a lot of the guys writing the really good stuff, not all of them, but a lot of them are military guys, right, like mm-hmm. us. Like, you know, Jack, uh, Jack is doing yeah. stuff now. Uh, Jack, well, Tony Tata, I think year. you guys might have talked to him before. Uh, General Tata, he's yeah. writing in the Thriller space. Tom Young is a former, you know, C-130 driver, and he's writing these. So there's a lot of guys, you know, 20 years of war. Yeah, yeah. Produces enough yeah. guys that have done some shit that you can actually yeah. write I mean, about. We're
4: seeing it in Hollywood, too, our buddy Tyler Great has produced yeah. uh, or directed an episode of SEAL Team recently, which is like... He did what he did in the military, and all of a sudden now he's on the show, and then he's a character on the show, like a major character. I think he was a tech advisor, and then yeah, got he was hired a tech a advisor,
0: and then a yeah, regular. And now and now and he's now directed an episode oh, wow. of like so major how, network how
3: cool television. That? It's that's fucking great. cool shit, man. Amazing. I love it. It's great, but it's good for the genre too, right? Like instead of just some guy that was working in a library and have you seen did the show? some research. Se- have you know? watched
4: the show SEAL Team?
3: Yeah, I've watched. So show. it's like,
4: I mean, look. Obviously, it's goofy Hollywood shit right. sometimes, but the the tech stuff in there is super. I love that.
3: That well, that's what we're always saying. Like that show I, as long as they're outside the wire it's yeah. a great show <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then they come back yeah. and you're like just kill me like just, just shut know, yeah. up <laughs> shut up and go shoot somebody yeah. but but when yeah they man the, whoever's doing the advising it sounds like it's your buddy like he's they, one of them and they two get of, that shit yeah, right there's, outside there's the a all the tactical
4: two stuff seals, i think badass. that are on that yeah. team as well yeah yeah, yeah good it's, good a, it's like a, i think it's a four-man team over there and they do great i mean it's like from the kits all the way down to the movements and the the way they communicate with each other, it's super. I, I love that. Yeah, shit. it's really good. It's Like really it's good. distracting to people like us to try to watch and enjoy a movie like that, and everything's fucked yeah. up. Like, come on, man. That's you could have all you had to do was hire one of our buddies and ask him, and he would have told you that that's fucked up. It's that easy to do yeah. it. Hollywood, <laughs> yeah. quit fucking around. Quit wow. fucking wow. up. <laughs> good luck with that. Like the original Jack Ryan, the first season of Jack Ryan with John Krasinski. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the early arcs in the story is. Uh, these, uh, these terrorists roll up to a fucking uh, CIA compound and there's like a captain and a, and a sergeant first class pulling guard duty and they're wearing like shitty uniforms and they have like M16s with no optics on them. Oh, like, God, what the fuck am I looking at here? Dude, this, <laughs> like, what, what is this shit? First of all, they wouldn't have been in uniform in the first place. They probably would have been using local national weapons if they were yeah. trying to hide, right? Yes, like, what the exactly. fuck is this? Well, with, with you guys, you don't have that problem. Yeah, no, you just ride it in. Yeah, because
0: yes, exactly. you know exactly, exactly. what happened and yeah. what went on over there uh so so like for the first book uh did you have to send out queries to agencies and stuff like that how did that work for you guys
3: well we already had an agent so because we were writing individual books at the time Mm. and uh that's hard he had a good agent and i had a great agent who was just a bulldog like we said and so we decided together we'll we'll let gina shop it and she she sold it so she was originally
4: your agent and then she became Mm. the agents.
5: my agent she her name is phyllis westberg she's She actually was uh, JD Salinger's agent. Oh, shit. shit.
4: So she's like 28. I mean, that's good. She's like really young. (laughs) That's good street cred. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
5: (laughs) No, she's like kind of a big deal. But, you know, when we finished tier one, I said, uh, Phyllis, you know, got this great project. I'm excited for you to read. She's like, I'll definitely read it. When? Yeah, sometime in the next couple months. And (laughs) I was (laughs) like, Jeff, like, Gina's ready to shop it now, right? Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah,
3: Gina's read it and is already calling people. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. so it, I, it, it, look, if your name is Phyllis and you rep JD Salinger, I mean, you can go ahead yeah. and put that other foot in the grave. Yeah. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I, I've had yeah, it, I've had cool. old agents before too. Yeah. One of them actually died. So
5: yeah, well, yeah, I mean, did, for real. Was she it you? dictated all of her emails? When I first started with her, I was like, wow, she's like with it. She knows tech. I mean, she's emailing me back, and then I realized, oh no, that's just her assistant. <laughs> her oh,
3: assistant. that's funny. She writes it it out on a note card. She does text him this.
0: Yeah. No. (laughs) And the reason why I ask uh, with all of this is I think that's one of the most common questions we get here is, hey, I've got this interesting story. My, my time overseas was crazy. How do I get an agent? How do I get started? How do I,
3: that's the shit, right? I mean, writing a
0: book is not,
3: I mean, you either can or you can't. And if you can, you do it and it's not that hard, but the business side of writing it's a whole that's the that's the bitch i mean that's cracking that egg is almost impossible for yeah and
0: since you said that let's let's start with that was that a conscious decision of all right we're gonna write this book together because i think financially this could make a lot of money or was it a passion project at first because one time it's it's i mean usually it's it's one or the other
3: I think it was both for me. I almost speak for Brian, but like we're, we're both already writing. So we had a passion for writing. We wanted to write. We wanted to be full time writers. Mm-hmm. Neither of us was quite there yet until this series. Um, so we loved the writing. There's, de- there's definitely a passion for this genre. We both wanted to write in this genre, but you want to make a living too. Like I got kids, I got school to pay for. And yeah. um, this was a good business model for us. We didn't know when we started, but it turned out because we have this model that I guess would work for nobody else that co-authors from the sound of it. Um, we write really fast and we can crank out a book in four months. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we can just produce a high volume of books. That's, we just signed a new deal with another publisher. So we're going to have a spinoff series in the same shared world. So we have both books coming out and now we're looking at yet another deal. So I wouldn't be able to do that by myself. It'd take me nine months to get the product clean and ready to go. But together we do it in four you can crank out three books so yeah it's both passion and business for sure
5: but I think the one thing to keep in mind for anybody who's aspiring uh, novelist storyteller is you know uh, the barrier to entry now is very low with Mm. KDP anybody can write a book anybody can Mm. be an author so the market is crowded first of all And, you know, second of all, um, you know, we all get enchanted by these ideas of these, you know, write your first book, it gets recognized, the seven figure deal comes, and it's a huge success. Those things happen, yeah, to like a half of 1% of people. You know, most of the authors out there have been slogging it out for a long time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you you, kind of have to pay your dues, just like any business. So you just got to write that first book. And if it doesn't sell, Then you write your second book and you write your third book. And then eventually, you know, you get you become a better writer. And if you're lucky, you have a good agent and you get traction and your work gets out there and gets noticed. Mm -hmm. And even with Um,
3: several books, it's work. I mean, it's you know, we're the blue collar writers. I mean, we didn't get that seven figure deal Mm -hmm. out of the gate. We had to work and work and work. It took several years before we could write full time and not have to do anything else. You got that second seven
0: figure deal is what you're saying. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> no I have a power. we have a backlist now. That's what we
5: have. How if you a- want to be a writer, then be be uh, wealthy before you start. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's the best. It's like being
4: a rally car driver, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, how has the rise of the popularity of Audible helped you guys, or has it helped you? How's it affected you? I guess. That's a Great question. You, you guys use Ray Porter, right? We Jack do. Jack Carr yeah. uses and fuck, I mean everybody. Kevin Mitnick, the f- a- hacker. From everybody back that's the day lucky, day. everybody that gets him. Yeah. I mean
3: that when we started out, I didn't. I wasn't really in the Audible space. He was doing mm-hmm. a lot of traveling, and so he listened to Audible. I never listened to – my first time I listened to a book on tape was our book, mm-hmm. so I wasn't familiar with it. But he knew Ray Porter was the guy to get and told our agent. And well, it's him or George Goodell, right? Right.
4: It's either him or George Goodell. Those are – well, there's a, there's a few people out there well, now. Scott but Brick. There's is, the British dude, too. Who's the British George dude? George
5: Goodell right? very good. Scott Brick's very good. Brick is but good. But Ray yeah, true. is yeah. I remember I was, I was listening to Ray Porter's stuff, and I remember thinking someday like, <laughs> that dude could read one of my books someday. Yeah be fucking awesome like, yeah that was the dream and it
3: was the first time i yeah. listened to our book it was like it was a book i hadn't even written like mm. i it was like came to life he's amazing he but is that's really audible that is huge 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 now for massive. us i mean i won't speak for everybody but 30 for everyone more than 30 percent of
0: our sales are audible. really it's yeah. going to and it's going to continue to climb and, I I, think and the reason so because is podcasts. so yeah. uh podcasts, once that became such an ex- like explosion mm-hmm. of, of a, an audio medium. It's the way people want to consume their content. Correct. Yeah. And so everybody hits us up and says, hey, man, I wish your shows were longer. You know, um, And it's like, well, we, there's not enough time in the day to do yeah. those, those type of, of shows. But books, you know, these are six and a half to seven hours a piece on audiobooks and it's yeah. like, can't write them fast enough. Um, because it's finally some long-form content that everybody's demanding, where yeah. it's just like, hey, man, get the next one out as fast as you can. And it's like, well... It's not that easy, Um, but uh, yeah, it's a huge chunk of of sales, and it's almost mandatory that you get somebody good now, yeah. Because if if it's a piece of shit, your publisher will let you know about it, you know.
5: Yeah, I mean, when we were when we were trying to get Ray originally, we had I think six or seven uh, samples, Mm. and you know, each guy is bringing his take to that opening sequence, right? And uh, just how they put the emphasis on certain words or Mm. how they pronounce certain words, you could write a technically brilliant and authentic novel Mm -hmm. and if somebody who doesn't understand military speak and terminology narrates it you're going to sound they'll be mispronouncing everything and Mm -hmm. you sound like a bunch of morons yeah yeah Yeah. and the cadence
3: and you know how operators talk too right i mean the way you talk to each other he's he's just got a gift for for figuring that out and uh he does amazing i we write the books differently now mm-hmm. having listened to yeah. ray porter right? really that's, that's like, really I, interesting i can, I we can write tell for you audible. we write for audible but also there are elements of the character that i think mm-hmm. that we write now i'm like yeah i didn't really think about him that way but i think that's right i think next time i'm going to i'm going to bring that out what do you mean
4: like maybe he's more aggressive reading a certain sentence and you're like man this should be and the, this should the, you, we, i should use expositional dialogue a little bit here to Yes, to that, man. but also
3: to the character development. Like, I learned things about the character when he has them speaking, you know, like, you will know, give him a certain accent or a certain they're, – they're a little more pushy or a little bolder mm-hmm. in the way they speak. And I was like, oh, I didn't think of him that way, but, yeah, maybe that's better. And then you write it that way the next time. So he's impacted our writing. He's, he's incredible.
0: Yeah, because if you can write for someone's voice – um, that's what makes it easier because then you're like, all right, well, he, this would say this and you know how it's going to sound. Right. So then you, once you start writing, you're like, all right, cool. And no, I don't
3: know. It might screw me up sometimes. Like sometimes now I might be like
4: writing Ray Porter
3: speaking like and getting that, your own I, I got to get it out, out of, of my head so I can just get back to the story. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Isn't it Tarantino that usually has an idea of who he wants to play all the characters in his movies before he yeah. writes the goddamn yeah. thing? Yeah, close. I,
2: and, we, and that's we why that he well, goes yeah. so crazy on dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Because He's already he's he's like hearing the him. person say it yeah. in his head, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. If you ever read a Tarantino script, they are written out like novels. Um, I mean, amazing. He's there's a reason why he's one of the very best. It is not just his directing; his writing skills are off the chart. But he will describe everything that's going on. Um, the first fifteen twenty pages of Inglorious Bastards is the best screenplay I've ever read in my entire life because it's when you when you see the movie and and you read the script, it is second for second what was in yeah. that script and you feel like you were there just from reading it and then you watch the movie and it's the same and you're like god damn it man you're, you're, <laughs> you're the best that's doing it. why doesn't he release those as books people would read the fuck out of that so that is the next chapter in his career so he wants to do 10 movies walk away live off of those 10 movies forever and then go into books and plays so that is what, mm. that's what he's
4: working there, on now. There is a, I would love to see a Tarantino play. Can you imagine oh, that yeah. show? There's Fuck a lot me.
5: more freedom and control in this medium. right? There so is. when we're the master of our universe here, we don't really have people telling us, well you can't do this or yeah. it wouldn't happen this way because we can't film it so we don't have any constraints mm. so we just tell the story in the purest way that we want you don't, to. don't have to
4: worry about an actor getting the tone or whatever right exactly yeah. or special effects yeah. or how yeah. you know what the yeah. budget. what's the cost or budget. Of, yeah exactly yeah. what's it's the budget it's just for doing our
5: imagination right. is what
0: everybody no, asks great. why i enjoy writing books versus screenplays because i've sold a ton of screenplays it's the same answer of the budget i don't have to write for a budget yeah, I don't have to write for a twenty million dollar actor. I don't have to do any of that shit. I can literally do whatever I want. And then if you want to make a movie out of it afterwards, congratulations, you guys figure exactly. that out. Not my job on this one. Um, have these been optioned into into a movie?
5: We have some stuff in the works, and we've been talking to some interesting people. But we want the right deal. You know, we want the right. I think Jeff and I think it's okay for us to say like streaming would be our preference. We'd like these characters to go. Netflix, yeah, multi-episodes. Yeah. Multi yeah. So you'd like to do yeah. what
4: what they did with Jack Ryan, make like a 10-episode yeah. 10 there's too much you, when you like guys, that.
5: if you ever get a chance to read. It, there's there's just too much going. Yeah, on Yeah, you'd in have here. to make.
4: I, I read the first one. You'd have to make like thirty. Yeah, fucking even a, even yeah. the
3: first. I was gonna say even a single book yeah. is like you couldn't
4: do a no, two-hour. No, it's too. There's too yeah. many th- different things going on, and you're setting up for future books at the same time. It doesn't yeah. really work in movies like that. I mean, it can, but that's a pain in the ass.
3: But if you screw up the first one. Right, so if you and that's what Brian I guess was saying it was like you got to pick the right guy. Like you got to be willing to say no. And a lot of writers aren't. A lot of writers are yeah. like, "You, I don't I've never heard of you, but you just optioned my book. Yes, I'll take the money." Yeah. And then, God forbid, if they actually make it they, and they don't know how the, how to do it, and they yeah. make it
4: badly, you're done. Like, well, how many times has that happened with like amazing oh. book series and shitty ass movies? A million. Like yeah. the, the Ender's one Game. Yeah. The Ender's Game movie fucking sucked. Ready uh, Player One. Ready what Player One. Ready yeah, Player One. <laughs> sucked, dude. Yeah. That is fucking one of the, that is the
2: screenplay th- was fucking. Gorgeous.
4: Yeah, uh, that was one of the best uh, books I've read. It was really good. like it's in my top ten. And like, what the fuck happened? And Spielberg
5: was involved. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So how uh, does that how does that happen? It's because I would
0: say it's 80-20 <laughs> like it sounds cliche and old but it's true books really are better than film and when you're reading a book there's something more powerful th- about it it's a theater of the mind yes and I mean, like, if you say cha- if
4: I if I have a chair on screen, it's that chair. If I say chair in the book, everybody has their own idea of what the chair is, right? Yeah. So there's continuity from beginning to end with everything because you're building it in your own mind. That's why
5: you've got, why you've got, you got internal see, monologue
3: and all that shit that yeah. you
5: can't do. Well, and, and we never have uh, Dempsey's face on the cover. So every cover is him from the back or the side or far away or like this where he's got the mask. Yeah, that's the most of it. We in, don't want for that to bias anybody's mm. imagination and steal yeah, yeah. that from them yeah. like – this is what he looks like because you felt that right mind. like where oh, you
3: yeah. had this vision of something and then they made a movie it's like oh, look at uh, Lee Child like they made yeah.
4: these movies and they made Jack, Jack Reacher, Reacher 5 he's like foot, five eight. foot seven. like 5 foot yeah <laughs> like come on man yeah. he's 6'3 it, in the fucking books and, and yeah, Tom
3: Cruise is a great actor and he did yeah. a great job those with movies role.
4: are actually are those yeah they're good they're good
3: they're movies good. but if you are a huge fan of the books yeah. It, it just is disappointing because yeah, it's yeah. not what you imagined. It's right. not what not you pictured.
0: And, and as somebody who hadn't read that series, I enjoyed the film. Yeah. And then I went back later because my my buddy was in that, that Jack Reacher the first one. I went back and read it, and he goes, Did "You read it?" And I was like, "No." And he goes, "Dude, it's like a foot smaller than Tom." And I was like, really? <laughs> I, was like well, "I enjoyed the movie." <laughs> but, but "I read the it, fucking book." And I read the book. I read the books different.
4: first, and it didn't. I mean, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of weird." But it's Tom Cruise, so you want to you want to make the movie big enough where people are going to come watch it. I get putting Tom Cruise in it. Yeah. Uh maybe get him some stilts. I don't know.
3: And they're great great movies by the, the movies. Way. Are I, I think they really did a I don't think that's an example of a bad movie no, from a no, good book. I mean those not are great
0: movies. It's just a different take. <laughs> but it is a yeah. good
3: example of how you steal away from people the imagination that they created when they read the mm. books. And yeah. it's another example of why it's a harder medium, I think. Book writing is <laughs> well, sky's the limit. Do what you want. So right. like
5: to so Dan, what you were saying about um Ender's Game when, the, when mm-hmm. they asked Orson Scott Card, you know, or are you so excited like it's finally going to be made <coughs> to a movie? He's like, it was already perfect. It's a book. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because
0: so. <laughs> right. yeah. uh, there, there's a lot of writers, too, who are just like, look, I, I felt like I crushed the book. You just pay me the money. You guys can go and fuck this up because yeah. you're gonna so fuck many. It up. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. there's so many variables that go into a movie. One actor could fuck it up. The screenwriter could fuck it up. The mm-hmm. director, cinematographer could look like shit. <laughs> Uh, now, now comes the obvious question: Who do you want to play him? Oh.
5: I don't think we've ever agreed on somebody.
3: I, I, well, I'll tell you what I've always said is, whoever plays him, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a, an A-list yeah. guy. I'd like someone who's a solid. Unknown. you know. Yeah. You say I think That'd I saw cool. him in something before, but I'd like him to become Dempsey instead of having somebody like a Tom Cruise or something like that. So no, I know that's cool. I, I feel really strongly about having someone that is like launches with this, um, which of course. Is a big financial risk if these guys want to make a lot of money. Huge. Right? Yeah. But, like, if I had, if they came and said, well, we want to do whatever you want, Jeff, because that's kind of
4: what's going to mm. happen, right? Nope. Not one. Yeah. That's <laughs> I don't even what I hope they'll say, call yeah. you. <laughs> They're like, hey, yeah. we'll
0: give you one set pass. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. we'll to come down to set one, one day. Yeah, yeah. Well,
4: you know what they do in those movies is they just try to fill out the character actors with famous people yeah. i mean that's that's what they do with everything that. now yeah.
0: I, I mean yeah because like you take that's the only this, way you can
4: get away with an unknown right like you can't just you can't pitch an entirely oh. unknown cast there's no fucking way the only way you can do it today in today's
0: studio market world would be that the book would have to be so famous and, and you'd have to get like maybe a scorsese on board where it's just like hey uh like west side story is the last one i could name where they cat the girl was a complete unknown and she's playing a lead and it. it's like it's got to be a big yeah. series, big enough where they're like, eh. Uh, where they
5: trust the director to cast the right person. Yeah. yeah.
0: Whereas I, I think if you wanted this to be episodic on TV, you'd have a better shot yeah. to get somebody closer to who you wanted, um, because they, you know, Clooney and those guys aren't going to do it, or you know, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, no
2: one's going to take a 10, 10 episode deal thing.
0: Yeah. So I, you'd have a better shot there, and I think in a realistic shot to get like a character actor who you love, where you're like, oh shit. That's a cool move, right there. Yeah. Um, the impeachment show is 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 being shot right now for for FX. The uh, Bill Clinton one. Same guys who did uh, Horror Story. So we were all um, <laughs> waiting to see who was going to play Bill Clinton, uh, and they chose somebody super interesting. It was Clive Owen. Really? Yeah. And I was like, ah, Shit! Wow! Yeah." I was like, "I wouldn't have thought of that." Yeah. At first, I'm
3: like, "No, well, no." Yeah. yeah I and can then once see you it. started <laughs> thinking about it, you're like,
0: "Man, that's a what a cool bold choice," but. It's a big concept. You have Ryan Murphy producing it. So, yeah, you can get away with going a little bit off kilter and then uh, going into that role. Because Clive Owen's a great actor. I'm yeah. sure he'll
5: knock it out of the fucking park. And it'll be cool to use his British accent, too. Yeah, right? So <laughs> it a cigar sound cooler. Oh, do you yeah. think they're going full bore with this?
0: <laughs> uh, I, I, they are going full blower with this. This really? is what he does. So he did People versus O.J. Simpson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so was that they, Cuba, Gooding, you know, Cuba Gooding and all those guys, uh, they're, that's what he does. So he pushes it. And they're they're pissed. The liberal Hollywood's pissed that he's doing it. Because, really? Oh yeah, because it's like, it's coming out during Clinton's pissed the election. Oh yes, because she's it's coming out during the election. Everything. Oh, and he's like, gonna be Clintusided. Why didn't you wait a year? that was the big uh, shit of it. Um, Fuck, man. We just started rapping. You guys are rad. We have some sponsors to pay for this show. Yeah, Yeah, you should do that for sure. Right quick, yeah. (laughs) Uh, First off, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. My mom needs a ghost bed. Goddamn right she does. She was not comfortable on my floor the other night. No, boom. She sleeps
4: at the base. You know, down there, but it's yeah, like. Yeah,
0: she was at the base, if you and put, then she wor-
4: worked her way up to the tip. Usually, just put a water dish down there, she'll be fine. That's what I do, I'm right around my ball
0: area. Yeah. Uh, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today and get the finest mattress you'll ever sleep on. Um, look, if you're military, since you guys are, if you're military first responder, boom, you go on the website, you get 15% off forever. Uh, mattresses, pillows, sheets, covers.
4: So if you get to cap somebody and hide the blood later, nice cover. You know what, that's rid a rid good up. idea. That mattress cover you could probably hide a body in there. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you can get it out. Get it out of the building before anybody finds Is out. Is
0: that one of your books? You ever wrap them up in a bed cover? We got it now.
4: You yeah. can now. Yeah, we you can it right. do it at GhostBed. dot com forward slash
0: Drinking Bros. If you're a regular civilian like myself, um, their their Black Friday deals are real nice, real fucking nice. <laughs> uh, so nice, uh, it'd make you wish you saved your turkey that day, just so you could punch it right in the fucking. Boom, right in the side of that thing the next day, because this deals will shock your mind. Go to com forward slash
4: drinking bros today and get yo shit. More of a ham guy. Yeah. Ham and a... I'm a ham slapper, actually. A lot of yeah. people don't know hey, that about be me. be sure
2: to tell them about our Black Friday commercial. Ooh, <laughs> since Jared is here, why don't you tell him about it? Blackriflecoffee.com. Well, yeah, and we have a, a banger of a Black Friday commercial coming out. So be ready to tune in that, d- that morning, probably 8 a.m., It'll be live. Yeah. Yeah, this this like one could run. you had, have ever seen. This one resting. could run on the Super Bowl for sure. Yes. Also make sure
4: could. you check out Power Llama if you're in the coffee club and join the coffee club. Drink it yes. bros yeah. twenty. We'll get you 20% Drink it bros that first twenty.
2: Blackriflecoffee dot com.
4: Sign up for the coffee club of the month. It
0: gets delivered to your house the same date of every single month. They do not miss, and it is some of the finest coffee on the planet. And the apparel is dope as shit. Evans hat is my favorite, by the way. Yeah, the new one? Yeah. Big yeah. fan of that. Uh, and who's who's uh, last?
4: Uh, Felix Gray. Ooh, Felix Gray. The glasses. The glasses. I'm not wearing them today. We cleared our uh, desk today because we yeah. have some guests here. Oh, there's some over there, but I'm sick. There it is. Don't put them on your face, Jared. You're going to get AIDS. Yeah, on I'm them. trying to like not. Jared's got AIDS today. With, like, fucking AIDS. Um, oh <laughs> God, he
0: just thumb printed them.
2: Yeah, that's how I don't wear glasses. put those
0: on. Felixgrayglasses.com forward slash drinking bros. Look, he spent 11 hours of your day. In front of screens, computers, TVs, iPads, iPhones, uh, or the screen behind your grandmother's bedroom. She's what? she a screen what? back there. Dan's
4: grandmother's got a screen. Dan doesn't have a grandmother. No, they, they all killed Dan, themselves. Wow. I had four of them, all grandmothers. I didn't have a grandfather, and all four of my grandmothers killed themselves. They raised themselves? They raised and killed themselves, yeah. Okay, great. 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 <laughs> Um, Felix get grasses. Now, if you're going um, to, we're making that into a movie next. <laughs> we're making a Dance movie called Grammys. The next. Dance Dance Four Grams. Grammys.
0: <laughs> the Tale of Four Gram Grams. Uh, they were all killed by Werther's. Um, in, a, in a glass jar. No, uh, these glasses are the best, man. Block your, your eyes from uh, blue light coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll go blind well, probably around 78 instead of 68, so. It'll save you 10 years. Go to FelixGrayGlasses.com forward slash drinking bros today. Free overnight shipping. Uh, if your eyes are all fucked up anyways and you need a prescription, it's uh, an extra 20 bucks, man. Boom. You're good to go.
4: They told us once not to make medical claims about the glasses, and I told they them to, I told them to mind their fucking business. Ah. And they're like, well, it's our company. I'm like, ah, I don't know what that means.
0: Yeah. Um, fun fact,
4: too. Uh, if
0: you hold up a cold hot pocket, uh, Felix Gray towards the sun. Heat the whole fucking thing up, including the center.
4: Yep, um, it doesn't leave it ice cold in the middle and scalding on the outside. Hot
1: pocket,
4: <laughs> Felix Gray. Uh, yeah, Felix Gray. Felix Ooh, Gray. Felix, Gray. <laughs> Felix Gray. That's what I would call. I, I feel like if I was a
0: like a gentleman caller, you know, like, <laughs> that, I feel like oh, I'm Felix Gray.
4: I'm here to see Felix Gray. If you were a male prostitute, you would your your pseudonym would be my daddy. Felix, be Gray. Felix
0: Gray. Yeah. No, my daddy. Like no, my daddy. Oh, I would. I, would, oh, if I was a male
2: prostitute. I'd want to be called Smosh Puppet. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> what? I can see you fold it up when you say that. <laughs> no, I
2: just, mean, just like think an accordion. Of, just think of me saved in everybody's phone. It's Smush Smush puppet.
1: puppet. Oh. I mean,
4: you could do that. If you just change your, if you make a contact card on iPhone for yourself and name it that and just start sending it to everybody. Be like, hey, here's my I new. I should. Just say, here, here's my new number. Even though it's still your old number, they'll yeah. save it and it'll be Smush puppet in their fucking phone. I like yeah.
0: that. Uh, what's something you guys haven't written that you wish you could? Something real erotic,
5: up.
4: erotic stuff, probably right.
5: Well, we can we
1: wrote something.
5: We something that we're we want to sell, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it erotic? No. Oh, but it's cool. W- what's? I it don't called? think I
2: could call one of you idiots and be writing an erotic novel with you. Who? Me? One of you? Like, you motherfucker, I'm the best in the business, dude.
0: Yeah, um, he's
4: written the only two
2: erotic, I guess two novels romance novels for, for dudes. I guess I could. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's uh, What's the concept? Are you allowed to talk about it? or Are you guys actually shopping it? We're shopping it. Oh, you're
4: shopping right now? Yeah. Gina would kill us, yeah,
5: she? Yeah, we'll tell you offline.
0: Yeah, Gina would kill us. Yeah,
4: Gina's going to show up here. Hey, stop trying to get my guys to say stuff, you bitches.
1: She just
2: slaps Dan in the face, and Dan doesn't even move. And she's just like, "Dude, No, no.
3: I don't care what you did before you did this. You don't want Gina pissed
0: at you. No. No. no.
3: I, yeah, I'm afraid you, of her. I'll, I get a question. She's like 5'2 and terrifying.
0: My wife is five 5'2 I'm terrifying. Yeah. Um, I She's not out. that terrifying. Uh, oh, yeah, she is. She's,
2: She's actually is. lovely. Why were you breathing on her neck earlier? <laughs> <laughs> so
4: she got weirded out because Jared was breathing on her neck, and I don't know if it was because he was breathing on her neck or the way he smelled or what. I mean, because like, you had just eaten a couple of hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Just, yeah. He, 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 he had a two-dog night um, yeah. earlier. Uh, no, but I, it, one of the questions that would piss off Gina is this. <laughs> was there any thoughts, because you had a, a fan base, of just saying, all right, we're going to go independent and actually do this ourselves and keep all the money.
3: Um, no. no, it's too much work. It's,
5: well, and she's like, it's a te- we're a team.
3: And we, and we wouldn't take it from her in any yeah. case. If we ever did something independent, like th- that's a good model. There's a lot of guys now that if they get enough of a fan base, they do exactly that. Oh, yeah. They'll do oh, a spinoff yeah. and they'll have a presence in all of the spaces. Yeah. But if we were to ever do something like that, we'd we'd keep Gina. I mean, They're you d-
4: still need her around for a lot oh, of I'll, shit. All I'll
0: tell you is think about it. <laughs>
3: There, there are,
5: there are programs for self-publishing where the agent can still be involved, and yeah, she, yeah. she'd take there her, is, yeah. yeah, she'd take her cut, and I she'd wouldn't help. Do
0: it, but I'm telling you,
2: winky, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm you. trying. I'm trying to do a project with him. Here, here's the thing I love about. <laughs> Don't that. laugh at me. I've got a good one. But
0: as writers, it's I called think Two Dog because night. everybody's like, oh man, you guys pumped these out in like four months. Here's my idea. So just go and write it. It's super easy. And I'll see you in a couple <laughs> months. And you're like fuck you dude
2: Get my own shit away, <laughs> I come right? I come I come with a very nice marketing package that that makes sure it sells you do you do
0: um but but i'm sure you get that all the time right hey man write my thing it's super fucking easy you guys are doing it right yeah we've had a few of those yeah yeah right like a million
3: I don't know, not a million, but yeah, we, you get
0: that every Half day. my inbox. Hey, I have a great idea. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. a great idea. Just, you, just write it. Here's dude, what you easy. should write.
5: Yeah, <laughs> we, we do have a lot of ideas already in the queue. Yeah, I know. That's and the that's, same uh, that's, thing. That, but that's the thing. With us in movies. Right. Yeah. Every,
2: everybody that comes to me with a movie, it's like, dude, I have uh, 30 movie ideas. Right. Like, already. That I want to do. Yeah, right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So we can't talk about it. Is it in the military space? I mean, it has
5: AI in it. AI is a big component.
0: Is it in the military space?
5: Uh, one of our characters is former Army CID. Okay, so she's a main character. Oh, it's a woman. Yeah.
4: Whew. Is this would that be the first time you've written a, a lead woman character before? We have
5: a point of view female character in in this series, in yeah. this series, yeah. but she would be the the lead.
4: What kind of reception have you gotten on that character? Just just out of uh, should, that phenomenal. Out. A lot of dudes have trouble writing from a female perspective. Yeah, some when people Brian really good at that. Obviously, I would, right? I, would, I right. can't. He has a natural femininity. Oh, you guys are in the Navy. That's right. Uh, He's a
3: submariner, so he can bring that feminine voice uh, that I can't touch. That I can't do. But yeah, she's actually very, her name's Elizabeth Grimes. And in the first book, you, know, you read the first book. So mm-hmm. she's that character that is like everybody hates her. Like she's yeah. just kind of a bitch, and she's like she thinks all the operators are morons. And she's there because she's,
5: she's what we call our our devil's advocate. Yeah, she's the devil's
3: it. advocate. She's like constantly pissing everyone off, and she's the the squeaky wheel. But she evolves throughout the series to become actually a, a big deal. And she's you know goes to sniper school, and she provides Overwatch. And what we don't do is we don't make her an operator because. She, you know, come on. She's not going to be an operator. And she even says and that. And she, she says, yeah, I, can't, I can't do what I, you do.
5: Yeah, she says, I can't go toe to toe with a six foot two, 200 pound dude. Like, that's yeah. not what I can do. There has to be something else I can do. And but I think because we wrote get. it
3: that way, fans love her. Yeah. Like, girls and boys all love her. We get fan mail about her all the time. That's cool. Um,
4: can be which challenging surprising. though. Like, there's not a whole lot of good. There's not a whole lot of male writers that can write female leads well. Like Aaron Sorkin's obviously really good at it, or at least historically he's been good. at it. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know what he's doing now. I don't know a whole lot of men that have written like lead female characters. Yeah, because I really think good. the
5: ten- the tendency is to try to write them how you want them to be. Yeah, <laughs> right. which right. are whores, which right? is not right. right. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, yeah, I'll suck your dick.
4: Fuck yeah, yeah! yeah. yeah. Great Why are you even it. asking me this? Just put it, just pull it out of here. Come on.
0: Yeah, uh, have you have you found in the age of you know since we're talking about streaming and all that stuff that your books have switched to more dialogue based versus exposition when you're writing? <laughs>
5: yeah, because of the audi- audible. Mm. Yeah, and, and it is. We we read every sentence of this book out loud, and so what you find is that you can write something and it sounds really clear mm. in your head. But then as soon as you try to verbalize it, you realize all the tongue twisters. You yeah. realize mm-hmm. the words in the previous sentence that you've just repeated or sound like uh, or yeah, rhyme with. The like, word. Okay. Yeah, so you have to you have to read it all out loud, make sure that there's this nice rhythm and that whoever is going to be saying these sentences isn't going to be tripping over their tongue mm-hmm. or sounds awkward. So, yeah, we But I that. think our
3: books were pretty... So we write them differently because of that, both the narration and the dialogue. But I think we tend to write dialogue-heavy books anyway because, yeah. you know, if you're going to have guys who are operators doing stuff they gotta grab ass and act like operators right mm. This shit they say they give each other shit they, mm. if you don't write it in there it's just boring it's like i don't know
5: well and the other so thing, there's a lot of dialogue anyway well, the other thing that we do is like this this book opens with action and a lot of authors their action is a uh, scene or two in a chapter mm. this is an op so you start from pre-op Through the op, through the exfil, and then the sort of the debrief after. So you're getting five chapters of action, basically. Sure. Open this book, and there's comms the whole time. That's dialogue. Mm. So it's really interesting because you have the internal monologue, the operators questioning if if this is going how they want, and then you've got the guys in the talk, and then you've got the just the radio comms between Mm. the people in the field. So um, it's kind of fun to work all that dialogue into the actual action
0: yeah a lot of work for ray i bet yeah a lot of work if you guys had to choose one book gun to head what's the best book ever written oh geez i mean i could come up
3: with 10 but to
0: come up with one one. you only get to take one on a desert island with a girl who's got no legs (laughs) what's
4: what's you're, you're, you control her. What if it was the Necronomicon? So you can make her legs grow back. Ah, but you can't. Or if you don't want her legs to grow back, that's fine too. I'm not. Yeah, trying to no, k-
0: she doesn't get her legs back. You I, don't have her k- really I don't want to read to her all day. I don't want to
4: away k- from the question. No, it's
2: not. Yeah. It's not. You've got to read to the girl. I
4: don't want to kink shame, and they want to have a girl with no legs. Clearly, because they haven't said shit about it. Exactly. Uh, one, so what's your well, favorite? It has book to be of one time? of our
5: books. No, you can't. You can't choose your own. Come on! I tell you, I grew up. I grew up
3: as reading this genre, and but also writing a lot of like Stephen King, Dean Mm -hmm. Kuhn, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. If I had to pick one book and it was the only book I was going to read, I'd probably be one of the King books. Uh, Stephen King, yeah, Hearts Hearts in Atlantis, or uh, what's the other great one? Oh, uh, Bag of Bones. Man, that's an amazing book.
0: Yeah. What about you?
5: All mine's easy. It's Jurassic Park. It's like the Bible for thriller authors. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Really? Yeah. No shit. I don't. I've never read that book.
2: Really? I did as a child.
5: I'm surprised. I don't. By I, that. don't, don't right? I don't. Okay. I don't. There's a reason why that book became one of the best movies of all time because he wrote so cinematically.
0: Michael yeah. Crichton. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Crichton. Yeah. 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 is responsible for a lot of shit. Yep. Yeah. He did ER. Yeah. For Crichton. I used to read
2: that other series, uh, Inca Gold. Mm-mm. It wasn't. That wasn't the series, but it was a uh, Dirt Diggler. <laughs> ah. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He'll know. It. We'll look up "Being a Gold."
0: Um, You'll know what we am talking about. What was your first book as a kid that you remember reading? Mine was Pet. Encyclopedia Brown.
3: Uh, yeah, you know, I read the. I read Encyclopedia Brown. I read Hardy Boys. I never really liked them. I like Nancy Drew a little better. I'd roll. Really? Yeah. Have you
0: seen the series? Uh, no, not yet. It's on. Uh, <laughs> it's on CW right now. Yeah, is yeah. it good? You know, CW. Clive, <laughs> Clive <laughs> Cussler.
4: Clive Cussler? Cussler. Yeah, he's a good writer. Yeah. Yeah, that's who I was talking about. Yeah. Uh, the f- Doll. Roll yeah. Uh, yeah, James and the Giant Peach.
2: No, the, the the time the time one was a toll booth. The time machine? No, it was called the toll booth. Look what's a, what's it about? Look
0: up the toll booth. Uh, the, fan, just,
2: the Phantom Toll Booth. You get yeah. a computer. It's the time traveling one.
0: Um, the reason I ask about a book as a child is usually it kind of influences you growing up of what <laughs> what kind of writer you end up being or what you like to write. Um, I mine was Encyclopedia Brown as a kid. Um, but that had nothing to do with later on i remember like the first book that i like reading was like biographical stuff yeah. and history and therefore a lot of the stuff that i write is, is like that um I, it was i read it Kill- I I had had well. it like five i can
4: i can't remember the name of the first book i read and it's been haunting me for fucking 15 years and i've been i've have done like i've gotten baked and spent hours on google trying to find it at night and i can't even like the premise was uh, there was this the main character was this girl, and she had two younger brothers who were psychic or some shit like that, and they were able to travel across dimension or something. I can't remember what it was, but it was my favorite book as a kid, and I lost it in my brain somewhere.
2: Island of the Blue Dolphins. You remember that one? Yes,
0: uh, Penny mm-hmm. Schuster and the Whittle Trunk Five, <laughs> <laughs> nope.
4: Jimmy Treelegs.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, you didn't have
2: to read that. That no. was mandated. No, no, Washington, uh, Washington State. Yeah.
0: Uh, well. well yeah mandated books for us were uh, To Kill a Mockingbird obviously Mm -hmm. Lord of the Flies God damn Huckleberry Finn Grapes of Wrath yeah Grapes of Wrath Huckleberry Finn before they pulled that because I heard that's pulled now did you read
5: the Narnia books
4: no I did yeah Yeah, I I I love those books I mean, I'm I'm not religious at all. All but the, of R.L. Stein, though, the fucking great writer. Harry right,
2: Potter, yes. I burned through those. I, mean,
0: I remember burning through those. Really but you quickly. weren't a kid. I was kind of. That you know, was you know, kind it, was, of I, a I weird a time right. if you think about yeah. it. Like
2: <clears throat> when I was in third and fourth grade, good. yeah, kids were obsessed with the R.L. Stein Goosebumps. Oh yeah, they still are. Like, like, goosebumps. I mean, Christ Christ yeah, dude, my kid, my kid, every kids day, read yep. every. It doesn't matter what your status was in school, if you were a cool kid or not. Like you brought every Goosebumps to fucking class and
5: like showed your fucking collection off. Yeah. He's a really funny dude in real
1: life, yeah. R.L.
2: Stein. He's a very He was odd in, guy. He was in his, the last movie. Yeah. yeah. With, uh, Jack, with Black. Jack Black. He's in the <laughs> yeah. very end. It's really funny. It's really funny. Yeah, yeah, he was Mr. Black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what's
0: your style? Do you guys have a page count every single day? Is it uh, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5? What are your writing hours?
3: You know, it depends on what we're doing with the project, really. I mean, if we're in the rough draft, then it's, you know, Monday through Friday, at least a few hours a day. Um, try to, I don't really lock to a page count, but if you haven't done five pages you feel like a loser obviously yeah. um but remember there's two of us, <coughs> so for us that's like two and a half a piece yeah <laughs> no no no, I mean, no the, five each so you're looking at 50 pages a week like you're writing a book and like it's no time.
5: slower yeah. in the beginning for sure it is yeah, yeah. and then you get some angular momentum and yeah you, three
3: hours in
4: the morning in the first week of a book is like two or three pages and how do you you split it it up like you are you writing because you're going to end up with like alternate timelines if you're writing so we have
5: multiple point of view characters so we split up by POV in the beginning and then we take yeah I was just wargaming that in my head I could see like
2: if he's taking some operation over here all he's
5: got to do is get him to Mm. that you know what I mean Mm. but we switch That's that's the weird thing
3: yeah. So, and, and so we can write simultaneously for that reason, but also because we talk a couple of times yeah. a day. So we'll, we'll like outline, we don't really outline like mature people, but like sure. we'll have, we'll have like little notes that say, you know, chapter two, Brian, Dempsey POV, and like one sentence, that would mean nothing to anyone else on the planet to remind him what we talked about. Yeah. And then same for me. So it's like on a note card, five chapters, of what we're going to do. And I do three and he does two or vice versa. and We write them at the same time. And when we're done with two or three chapters each, we swap them and we rewrite each other's stuff. Okay. And then it goes into a master file. How, and so I, that how that many would get times
0: have you said, I fucking hate you? This is the dumbest shit you've ever written?
5: I mean, it, mm. I, I don't think this I It sounds stupid, but we don't know that happened. We've, no way. It sounds
3: insane, yeah. but we have like zero conflict. First of all, there's zero well, ego. We
5: should explain our end game model to them. Yeah, like, go and tuck, tuck philosophical the in the, model. the mic. Explain it to me. You don't, you don't remember it? Uh, it's whatever. So you've grown all these books together? You don't even remember? Um, yeah, so our model is that like we look at each book, it's it's almost like a kid, like you went with your wife, you want to have four kids and be like, well these two are yours and these two are mine, you know we, we look at it at, at the end of the day like that thing is what we want to be proud of and we don't really care who wrote what, we just want that book to be like badass and people to like it and so that's what we celebrate and so we take that approach, we've taken that from the very beginning, we want to sell as many of those as we can and we just want the end product to be what we're proud of and it Changes your whole mindset um, to this team approach. You know, we're just excited to get. Whatever other ideas the other guy has on the page. And it's
3: not just art, but business. Like, there's both the yeah. craft and the business side of it. Sure. You know, he, if he says, dude, if you change this one part, we'll sell four more books, that's like, so, okay, that's eight bucks. Yeah, do it. Four dollars for me. Let's do it. Yeah. Like, I mean, because it is a business. You know, this isn't, we're not changing the world with these books. It's pulp fiction, it's <laughs> entertainment. If Brian feels strongly that someone's going to enjoy this chapter more, if I don't have that dude say that, oh, fine. He won't say it. I don't care. It's uh, extremely rare. You know that. Yes, right? it is. Yeah, that's no, hard we, know, to find. we do know that. In fact, we sit on panels at these writers' conferences with other co-author teams. You know, oh, they'll yeah. have a co-author panel, and everyone's sitting there, and they'll say, oh, you, so how do you guys do it? And we do it, and you look, and everyone's looking at you like you got, you got know, yeah. something grown out of your head. You could say it. That can't possibly work, right? Yeah, I forgot where I was. Dick, are dream bros. Dick growing out of your head. Wrong, I was thinking about that other show we did yeah. No, <laughs> This is the only um, show that exists. The church lady show. But yeah, nobody, yeah. Else, <laughs> nobody else does it that way that we've met so far. Pride of
4: Authorship is very strong. People want to get their own bits into there. Yeah. You, you, I mean, yeah. It's not just in writing, though. You see it everywhere, like in public policy and all this other bullshit. Anything. anything oh, for anything, sure. Anything that has any creative element to it that your name's going to be on. People are like, well, I want my idea to be in there. Just shut the fuck up and let the best idea be in there. Well, but, uh,
3: this yeah. it, it makes us sound like we're selfless, and that's, and that's not entirely <laughs> true. We also recognized early on, like, there are certain things I'm better at. There are certain things he's better at, and we're both mature enough and – dedicated enough to making money with the books that we're like, look, dude, you do that part a little better. If you say that's what it is, I, I disagree, but shit, that's your thing. So go and and our things tend to complement each other. There's are certain areas I do better, certain areas he do does better. So knowing that and identifying it very early on in the first few months, that makes it seamless. And so it's not totally just selfless. It's just, you know, self-aware. Well, I
5: think the other part is, though, you know, if you're used to military background, you're used to working on a team, like- mm. right?
1: You, know, you, you do, this, do, yeah. Yeah. do this, I do that. You do
0: this, I do that. See, I take the same approach, but a lot of people don't. I, going back to your point about, like, I want to... S- a lot of people just want to say that they did that one thing. Yeah, uh, I know. But unless you're going to a movie or you're sitting reading <laughs> with someone aloud and saying, oh, did you like that sentence you just laughed at? That was mine. <laughs> right. Nobody's going to fucking know. Yeah, nobody yeah. cares. Nobody cares. And nobody, nobody cares. cares. Um, but telling people that, they don't understand for some reason. It's like it's climbing like, Mount Everest. Yeah. 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 Nobody cares. And
5: nobody yeah. cares. cares. Well, it's like your show. So. Like you guys have a dynamic that's awesome because three of you guys make the dynamic. Mm-hmm. Right. right, but
0: but it's 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 one of those things where there's there's no better person for whatever it is. Right. What well, I mean, it's,
3: it's, yeah, it's but I think he also just said individually you suck. That's not okay. Yeah, it's, you're <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, you're but, a guest here, Brian. That's not right, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, pro- but even did it, you have too. to
5: turn something that I tried to say as a positive into a negative? Yeah, well, we always thanks. do that. Yeah. Thanks, mm-hmm. thanks. We always do that
0: with Anne Frank. So. I'm just saying,
2: <laughs> nothing's more annoying than someone who's climbed Mount Everest. Oh god, they just work that into every situation it's every like a vegan or like a staunch like, atheist. yeah it's like <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you're, you're out the what waiter comes why over why is this guy praying over here like, because like, he's like, religious oh dude, you know where a I a didn't shit. get food waited on me at was when I climbed Mount Everest <laughs> yeah we know Jeff <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake we already we all fucking know can you imagine heard <laughs> the fucking end of it can
4: you imagine a vegan <laughs> like, atheist who climbed Mount Everest oh but it would be it's over
2: but it's like but you think about that it's like oh my it, god I almost died and I I'd went through years of training and then you you come back and you're in the u.s like uh, i climbed mount Everest. so like cool yeah. <laughs> like wow <Yeah. laughs> all that that's what you get wow that sounds neat congratulations yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no there's no follow-on now, was no, nobody, won, nobody was even nobody even wants latte. to go Ooh, how was it they just go all right Cause Sweet. you have no Jeff, p- we're over it. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, we've yeah. heard you
5: about it. You fucking climb Mount Everest. Just <laughs> shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Maybe if there was a pot of gold up there or something, eh. or even just the leprechaun, right. and you could see it and take a selfie with it, that would be better. Uh, just, now, it's, if you show me the selfie, up there. if you There's show me the yeah, selfie, if you show me the selfie with you and the leprechaun at the top of Mount Everest, I will care. Otherwise, uh, I'm even but just for a minute, right? Yeah,
2: it's just foolish. Why? Yeah. A skydive onto Mount Everest. When, well, fuck it. Whenever I see those
0: like, people, and oh, I'll take it a step further. Yeah. <laughs> I see people who died go. up there. And they're like, "Oh man, they died hiking Mount Everest. Why, Dumb. motherfucker? You Dumb. shouldn't have. You shouldn't have hiked it. Right. Rog, no, Rogan you shouldn't hiked it.
4: Rogan does a great bit on that. He's like, people. Sometimes you just do stuff that's hard just to do it. Like, there's no, yeah. there's no point. Like, we've been up there. There's nothing there. That's why no. we all live down here. Yeah. like yeah. there's <laughs> nothing up there. No, I watched
0: a, a 60 minute special where this guy had half of his nose. Frozen off, off. Yeah. Yeah, 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 fingers missing, his whole thing, and he was with his uh, sixteen or seventeen year old son. And I have kids; I have two boys. Um, and the, they were like, "Oh, you know, why do you do this?" And he's like, "I love it. You know, I needed to feel alive." And then they cut to the son. They were like, "How do you feel about your dad doing this?" And he was like, "Well." You know, he loves it. And uh, <laughs> it's great. And I'm like, that's your son. And you're going to just go up and burn your nose off and, you know, distort your fingers and Dumb. face. And to, it, to
2: do what? To do what?
1: Yeah, come back could, and
2: tell a waitress that you climb Mount Everest and she's 22. And yeah. she goes, she has fucking three kids already. She's already pissed off. <laughs> fucking water bill isn't paid. She's going to go cool. Yeah. Wow. You know great. great. Do you want a fucking salad? Yeah. You know what he could have done? He said his live
4: really detailed. He could have. There's a lot of detail in <laughs> that. <dude.
1: laughs>
4: if he didn't mind his nose being fucked up. He could have lived Artie lang's life and had a much better time. Exactly.
0: (coughs) Why couldn't you smell the ranch? Uh, Because it's expensive. It's not not cheap. My my
4: nose burned off.
0: Wasting a lot of
2: fucking money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Dumb. For that one fucking shot at the fucking Waffle House waitress. Oh (laughs) Oh, boy, it was a
4: plan.
5: Is what what you're saying?
2: What? Yep. Beginning. Okay. You're moving
4: all in. You're Do you think in there's the got to be one issues. guy out there who fucking climbed Everest with the expectation that he would get laid because of it? Right. I'm sure they, they all,
2: one they all have yeah. that expectation. Yes, but that's what I mean. The reality is like you're dancing in a club. I climbed Mount
1: Everest.
4: Yeah,
2: sweet. Like, like
4: how, <laughs> you have to find a way to work that organically into conversations. Or become famous. Because I mean, I of it. imagine so it's will, also will like the I
2: imagine all the people that have climbed Mount Everest are very pompous about around other climbers, and they have to. They probably have some sort of badge or something mm. that they wear when they're around other climbers, so the mm. other climbers know. Oh, oh, how long did it take? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> I had eight. I did, I did <laughs> Everest in eight days. Yeah, yeah like, they get it sewn into their. skin. Yeah, they yeah. they really work it in, you know, and then they're they they talk down upon other climbers that haven't done Everest. By the I'm the way, sure that's a real quick. Have you guys climbed Everest? No. Way. Okay. Good. Good. If, if we so right, we shit, so but I, it's but right. I did.
5: Yeah. Sure I didn't so say it now. Yeah. Right. I, I did work as a Sherpa, so I was helping those other people climb. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's
4: the, yeah. I helped could a lot you, of idiots you, climb. Could yeah. you imagine?
5: <laughs> I
2: knew that one tidbit that they like both did. That's every what I was going to so. say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we should bring a guest
4: on sometimes. Do that is climbed every day. Just start. Not even that. Just done anything, and we attack that one thing the
3: whole time, and then say, "So tell us about yourself. What have you? Yeah. Hey. So what are you known for? <laughs> oh, shit. And
5: then we have to decide where to bring it up or not. Right? Like, yeah, wow. Do we lie and say we didn't climb it?
2: But I was, I was, I was in uh, Puerto Rico, and I, I was having this exact conversation while drunk with a bunch of people. And I was like, watch. The waitress comes over. I'm like, hey, I climbed Mount Everest. And she goes, uh, see? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Jared, she didn't speak
4: English. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, exactly. I still got the outcome I want. Is what happened there. You so. got the huevos rancheros? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 Did she blow you? No, oh, well it fuck. was the fucking restaurant.
2: Well, it's in Aguadilla. Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, dude. It's Dia. Let's go Puerto Rico. That's no, not that the there. slogan, yes, dude. That is not the slogan. The slogan I mean, that's country. a slogan if you want to be a politician you in can Puerto get Rico. Blown at
4: brunch. It says it on every
0: single door they have no, of restaurant. Not at yes. all. Aguadilla. Let's go Puerto Please.
4: Rico. You can get blown at brunch. No, I no. gotta go Chili Achilles if I'm going brunch. Though, honestly,
2: Chili Achilles. Never heard Chili of it. Achilles. I like, like women to lick my Achilles tendon. Oh, God
0: damn it. What? That's just graphic. Oh. Uh, best brunch spot in New York since you guys spend so much time there?
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: Come on. They don't do brunch, New York, they're writing. Huh. Endless mimosas, brother. Nothing? You guys are writers. You have to drink a lot, right? <laughs> like that's a Mets man. Oh, we,
5: we sleep in.
0: Yeah, until what time?
5: Yeah. Late as we can. Really? Yeah. yeah. You got kids? Yeah.
0: And, and they're cool with it? Just no, like no. It? I got to get up for them. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: No, they're mowing the lawn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, My kids mow the lawn five days a week. Your kids And are then you children. yell at them for waking you with a lawnmower? Yeah, yeah, I do.
3: What I cities do you live in? Tampa, and he's
4: in Kansas. Ooh. Where in Kansas? Kansas City. Mm.
5: Those are two cities cold.
4: that are not
0: real big tourist spots.
5: Uh-huh. No, we like it that way.
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No mm.
5: shit. You
2: riders hate the Tories. Yeah. I've heard that.
0: You guys sports fans?
3: You know, it's getting harder to be a sports fan. You know,
0: because you live in Tampa.
3: Yeah, yeah, their so, teams
2: are
0: just terrible. Aren't they?
3: Yeah, every year it's the same. It's like this is the year we got this guy and this guy in the first game. You're like,
2: look
5: at that,
0: Kansas then, City, though. I
2: mean, yeah, we've had
5: a good run right? I have I the have Royals and the series and Mahomes.
0: Mahomes, dude. Yeah, I love. He's on tonight. Yeah, love watching Mahomes. I have my
2: opinions. to fire away. I think that if your sports teams, you have to be from that state to play on that team. Oh, from the states to play on that team? Yep, that's dumb. No, it's not. <laughs> nah, because I'll it doesn't make sense. Down. Why do you have state pride in a team like the fucking Avalanche?s For mm-hmm. one, it's ninety percent Swedish and Canadian. You don't even have an American that's on the, the goddamn entire team. league,
4: dude. Weather. <laughs> 80, but it's like Montana's everybody team, in was Colorado
2: is yeah, like yeah. the Avalanches are my team. Yeah, you should have to be from the I state. I think
4: eighty three or eighty four percent of the NHL is either Canadian, Russian, or Swedish. Yes, so you're, I'm, I'm that just saying, any sense. That there would be no American hockey teams if that would case. Okay,
2: well then we get rid of hockey, but football, <laughs> football. You really understand you business, ga- Jared. You gotta be from the state. <laughs> no, nope. then we could have, then we could have true shit talking. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense if if I'm picking. From everywhere in the country to assemble a team. Mm -hmm. No, it's not really your team. Now, see, Jared is just dumb. Um, (laughs) He
0: will not be reading any of your books. Uh, But this is the point in the show where we get to the drinking bro of the week, which is somebody that has inspired you or helped you to be where you are today. That could be another author, could be your agents, could be your family, could be anybody. Uh, Who is the most influential person in your lives?
5: Do we have to name the person? Well, unless you guys
4: both fuck the same girl in Tucson.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: there's a there's a place in Tucson called the uh, Talking Stick Resort, and they have the worst food of any casino I've ever been to. I'm that's not a non sequitur, but you brought up Tucson. I mean, I'll so you go. Bet. You bet. Wait, that's not Tucson. I uh, we'll start with you, Jeffrey. Um, I, and I, it, by the way, I know
0: you like to be called Jeff. Jeffrey, just feels I, I
3: know. <laughs> I, we're, we're just going to roll on. So. Uh, there's a lot of people that have influenced me, but the person the most is my dad, actually. My dad's, first of all, my dad is 81. Mm-hmm. He just recently called me and bitching and moaning because he popped his Achilles tendon, or I mean his uh, patellar tendon, his mm. knee tendon, so while pushing an airplane out of a hangar by himself. And he was really mad that everyone else didn't show up to help him. So that's my 81 year old dad, still skis single diamond Shit. blacks. He just just sucks the marrow out of life man He's just like he's an amazing guy he's getting his money's worth he's getting that's what he says and he's well he's all about that too he's he's going to get his every penny out of it for sure Hell yeah but he's the absolutely my inspiration if i'm 81 and i'm still skiing black diamonds and bitching and moaning because no one helped me push an airplane out of a hangar, we're sitting
0: happy exactly what about you
5: Oh, my wife. I mean, she makes me better. Oh, great. Now I'm in every- trouble. Now yeah, I'm in yeah, trouble. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had to see what he would say. You yeah, really, exactly. He yeah. left yeah. the lane open. You're and really, Wendy. Really, and I
3: love Wendy. I took saw it more than nope. anything. Uh, I, I, I edited took,
5: out the Wendy part. I took the yeah.
4: shot. <laughs> with his that dad. dad. Yeah. That was, uh, we're supposed to be a team. That was You so really awful. fucked him over on that yeah, one. He, he got he to
5: shoot first, and he picked his target. <laughs> uh, shoot shoot, You're like yeah. that
4: asshole on The Prices Right that goes 701. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's me. That could be my new nickname. 701. Yeah, you 7-0-1. know what? 7-0-1. I, I yeah.
2: mean, I commend you because I know for at least the next 18 months, his wife is, is going to be like, well, you didn't make me your drink about the week. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sure
4: I'm sure they're both huge fans of the show yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll that, probably that's be a good point. Tomorrow. they may never know yeah. right ever right Our demo is you know ninety four percent male yeah
0: <laughs> yeah, skewed towards that yeah. <laughs> um, you're, so your wife
5: well, I was just say she makes me better. I mean before I met her, I thought I was the best at everything, and now I know I'm not. I need uh, to meet yeah. someone like that <laughs> Oh Jared, you
0: never you've been because <laughs> I times. do
2: I do think
5: I'm the best at everything, yeah but yeah. you've
0: been married three times, you're awesome. all done with Fine. that
2: well
4: one of them was. Like it was like a fucking I don't know an ancient marriage where they just decide they're married. There was no actual paperwork you involved. Guys sang a song though. There was music. yeah we did. Say there a was a
5: song. You you yeah. porn, okay, was so. it arranged marriage? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. Yeah. Actually, yes. <laughs> yeah. It should
0: have arranged. It should have been yeah. arranged. Yeah. Right.
1: yeah.
0: There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why does she make you better though? Exactly.
5: Well, I think uh, you know if you stay married for a long time. I've been married over twenty years. Um, I think you have to at some point become an introspective person and say okay you know what what is it about me that's not perfect Mm. and if you can accept that you're not perfect then you can start to actually improve and so the first time i started to you know she's the first person that really broke through this sort of delusion maybe that i had that i did everything right which i think is maybe a male oriented trait i think you do everything right yeah um and you know i think she helped me see that i didn't do everything perfect the first time and or the right to write the first time. And mm-hmm. um, that just makes you better, right? So, Have you guys what, What's her first name? Karen. When Karen, uh, I apologize, sir.
0: Karen, if you're out there, um, just know that you were a better person than Wendy, and that's what Jeffrey <laughs> wanted to say. So, um, <laughs> again, kill Jeffrey's mic so he can't respond <laughs> to that. But, uh, <laughs> <I> was, having, <laughs> what was the last
2: time you guys both uh, assembled IKEA furniture together?
5: Never. Well, That's the real test. Cities. Yeah. The real test of a relationship. No, no, you two. Not you and your wife. Him. Oh, oh um, um, we were just putting a bed together last weekend. Even going to see Ikea see a he test of He survived an Ikea yeah.
2: trip. Yeah. 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 I can't. With construction.
5: barely do. That means there you chose There was some wife. yelling. You know, so I started to move one piece, and she didn't that I, yeah. I feel
4: like all Ikea shit, and I would pay more for this, should come like double parts. That way, if I start to feel rage, I can break something yeah. and not have to worry about having broken it. I would could, pay 20 would to 40% like to percent for more for to for the double parts? This is the rage package. Oh, yeah?
0: Wow, look you. Exactly. Instead, you're trying to bend one of those L- Oh, God you know, damn yeah. it, dude.
3: Well, if you're willing to pay 40% more, you can just get shit that's already built. I don't know if you're <laughs> aware. There's a whole stores of it. Like, yeah, yeah but you full. know, you know I, what? I've already, put I, have yeah. Yeah. I, I have a rebuttal to that. I have a rebuttal to
2: that because nowadays even like the ancient furniture stores going in and trying to get furniture you're on the floor and the salesman's being a fucking chode you're like okay i walk in there i'm like i want that all right i'll uh order it from our warehouse and be here in five weeks yeah Yeah. no motherfucker i want that it's why i walked into this fucking store
4: yeah yeah and it also weighs a thousand pounds here's what i want i'm just gonna start ordering ikea shit off amazon and get the package where they put it together for you get that person over to my house let them put it together and I'm going to yell at them the whole goddamn time yeah. <laughs> just so I don't have to actually start a relationship I'm just going to have one with this guy for that one evening right? <laughs> we're in a fucking huge fight the whole time I'm like alright brother Nice to meet you. Like the same with <laughs> Best Buy my nowadays. System. It's
2: like you go to Best Buy. Oh, we could, we could get that off the website. So can I. So can I, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. God
4: damn it. <laughs> no,
2: I hate it. You wonder why Amazon is kicking the shit out of all of you. This is why. I Do you know. want our expert installation
4: for your, for the toaster? Yeah, yeah. Come over and plug it in, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Why <laughs> not? Thanks for your help. Exactly.
0: Uh, where can everybody find your books at?
3: Everywhere they get books. Amazon is where probably 90% of our sales. Yeah, but it, it's in stores. And, and Audible. They're all on Audible. Yeah, They're Audible, all on Audible. Audible
1: Amazon is yep. easiest.
3: How many total? Uh, five in this series. We've got three new ones in the new series coming up. Book six coming out next year. And then we've got two in another series, the Nick Foley series. Shit. So yes. Not Nick Foles,
4: though. No.
0: No. no. Big Dick Nick. No. Uh, those royalties are running nice, dude. You backless. Get, you get That's what I said. Work. It's you backless. You 10 in the work. <coughs> Boom. That's nice. It's all about nice. Tarantino. Yeah.
5: The Tarantino number. Oh yeah, yeah. You know to tell
0: me about that. Come on,
5: come on, um, man. It was it was awesome
0: to have you guys on. Uh, sometimes it's a happy accident where it's just like, hey man, come down and have, have a show with us. You know, like having a catch with.
3: Uh, oh yeah, we the gotta give the you thing.
0: these. Eli
2: Crane, you guys know Eli, right? Yeah. Yes, of course.
5: Yeah, so we got these bottle breaches for you guys. There
2: we go. Boom. We will have to go live and give one of
4: these You've away. Got own business. It's almost like a. Uh,
2: he was on uh, uh, Shark Tank, right?
4: Yeah,
3: yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he was doing he was doing pretty good and then Shark Tank and it took off and now exploded. You know, and that's what a great story too, right? Eli, he's the guy that he gets out of the teams mm-hmm. and they're like, "So what are you going to do, bro?" He's like, "I'm going to make bottle cap openers." And they're like, you know, it's almost trite. It's almost like a yeah. joke you tell. I'm working a bottle cap factory, right? Yeah. The dude works in a bottle cap factory, but he was yeah, on like Shark Laverne Tank and, and he's making and tons of money. And he's he's a really cool guy. I know you guys have talked to him before. He's, oh, of course, he's yeah. just a really really cool guy. Just we, for, and look at the product. I mean, oh my god, yeah, no, the the looks, there's amazing. some weight. It to looks it. fantastic. Just for yeah. the
4: audience, if you're gonna uh, make sure you tie a string around one end, if you're gonna be. Inserting this into yourself, <laughs> yes, because you don't want to lose it in there. You that's going to be a very embarrassing. Not if you're trip to the pulling the it out
2: with that little lip, yeah, right? Exactly. I, that's going to catch. Oh yeah, <laughs> especially <laughs> if you get it all the way around the bend. You yeah. just you got to spread.
4: <laughs> you got to spread. The problem is. There's a sphincter down there, and it kind of sucks stuff up yeah. into it. That's yeah, what man, makes no. butt
0: fucking so great. I'm gonna great. get out. I'm gonna get well, out the. I'm gonna get flashcards
2: for the butt stuff. Yeah. Oh, let's do
0: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're probably gonna get on the phone with your publicist after this and be like, "Man, where the <laughs> fuck did you guys send <laughs> for
4: this?" Fishing dude? boat captain. Ah, oh, that's Captain Stabbing. There
2: we go, Captain yeah. Stabin. Captain Stabbing. Remember that? No. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it was a fucking porn series back then. Yeah, in the that day. was a porn right. series.
2: Come on, it was a, it was a website. That's right. It was a dot com.
0: We're gonna get them out of here, so they still have a career. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't want to do
2: more flashcards? No,
0: not at all. Probably not the right audience for them personally, because they are successful people. Uh, Brian Andrews, Jeffrey Wilson, thank you for being on the show. I appreciate Thanks. it. So, Anytime, man. Thanks uh, for Jared Taylor, D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway. I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros. Good night, everyone.
1: Yeah.